0: welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. We are going to be talking about one of the most common thoughts that blocks our happiness in our job, in our marriages, and in our homes. It's this thought they don't have enough time. This episode is going to be packed with the most powerful mindset and actions to create more time today, like in this episode. It's possible that by the end of this episode, you're going to have a very different relationship time without the world changing. And then when you feel better, you'll go out there and create that change that you're looking for in your part of the world. Are you ready? Here's where we're going to start. The first part we're going to start is to notice that all humans have this thought, every single one of them. Everyone is thinking, I don't have enough time. Many people have this thought, and what they'll do is they'll immediately, especially before coaching, they'll immediately go into, Oh my gosh, I have something, I don't have enough time, so something must be wrong with me, this job, or this marriage, or this house, or how I'm doing things, or I should be further ahead, or I must be doing something wrong. And notice when your brain is trying to blame or shame you or other people or the job, it's just your brain trying to solve for it. Your brain just wants a solution. It sees it sees that it wants more. It doesn't have more. So that it has to be someone's fault. It's the normal way of thinking how brains work. But you just want to watch out for this because in the end, that unmanaged brain will waste so much time passing judgment on you, punishing you. This thought, this way of approaching the thought always backfires. So you start off thinking, I don't have enough time. And then you spend a lot of time blaming and shaming yourself. In the end, you have even less time. It all got locked up in blame and shame add to that, by the way, blame and shame are like, oh, dead ends. They're just dead end feelings. They don't feel so great. And there's really not a lot of actionable solutions when you're feeling blame and shame. You wind up feeling so small, it's really hard to see that there's any possibility of something different. So today we're really going to just be unpacking all of this and opening up space for actionable solutions to feeling better and to creating more time today. Here's where we want to start with though, is by lifting the blame and shame around this thought. I don't have enough time. Here's what it would sound like. Thoughts that I tell myself, you can borrow them for yourself. I give these to my clients. All right. So you have this thought, you don't have enough time. Here's where I want to start with. Nothing is wrong with you. All humans have this thought. It's actually really normal. It's a sign your brain is functioning very well. And it makes so much sense, right? Every brain wants more time, love, appreciation, fun, hope. Of course, our brain wants more. It's our brain trying to help us. We always want to find ways to connect with our brain and love on it. And and you can do that more easily when you recognize your brain is trying to help you. It's not trying to hurt you. It's really trying to help. And proof of this is notice this thought, I wish I had more time. I don't have enough time. It's probably one of your oldest thoughts, right? Think back as long, as far back as you can go in your memory. That's how far this thought will go back. And it might sound something like this when you were a kid. Gosh, oh, I wish I had one more day to turn this math packet. Or wish my mom would let me stay at the park for 20 more minutes. Or wouldn't it be great if we got a whole nother month to summer Right, so even at the very earliest stages, before the job and the kids and the boss came around, our mind was geared toward wanting more. Nothing wrong with it. Now, the thought might seem like it's getting louder. The older you get, the more that you have more job responsibilities. Now you get a partner and house and kids and pets. It might seem like it's getting louder, but it's really just saying the same things. I wish I had more time to get my to-do list done. There is no white space on my calendar. If you find your brain racing 24-7, trying to get it all done, sometimes it feels like it's an emergency, overwhelming, rushing, panic, dread, exhaustion. Listen, I get you. We're going to be unpacking all of that today. The thought, what I want to bring up is well, the thought, I don't have enough time. It won't ever stop. You've had it since you were a kid. You'll have it every day of your life. The thought will not stop. The thought is not the problem. It's our reaction to the thought that always brings on the panic and the overwhelm and the exhaustion, and the dread. That part is optional. That part you could stop today. Imagine for a minute, you didn't have that reaction to that thought. You were like, not a problem. We don't have enough time. Not a problem. That is the first way of kind of easing in to there is no problem here. And today we're really talking, we're talking about the thought is not the problem. Time is not the problem. It's our relationship with this thought. It's our relationship with time. That's where we have full control over. That's where nobody looks. Outside of coaching, no one's looking at that. And that's where you can have all the change can happen in this one episode. It's not the time that's a problem. It's your relationship with the time that can unlock everything. And it starts with removing our shame around this thought. This thought makes you human. All humans have it. Nothing wrong with you. Next point ready? All right. So all humans have this thought forever. We're going to set the groundwork. So once you consider, it's going to be a fact. Your brain will offer you this thought millions of times over the course of your life, right? It's, it's a fact. Our brain will offer this thought. We want more time. We don't have enough. Your next question, where I would take you with coaching here is, so this is a fact. So now what? What do you want to do with it? notice your unmanaged mind will always drop into blame and shame for you and everyone around you. That's where an unmanaged mind goes. It just doesn't know any better, right? It's like a little toddler, a little puppy The peas, you know, toddler or puppy peeing in the corner of the house. Like it just doesn't know better yet. And so we just get to direct our brain to what else is possible here? What do I want to do? If my brain's always going to offer this, what can I do to take care of myself? I'm going to give you four approaches to take care of yourself. You ready? I'm not going to see this one coming. Ready? Number one, neutral. Right now what's happening is you're seeing this thought, I don't have enough time and you're going to a lot of distress and panic. You're believing it. You're thinking there's something wrong with you or the world. You're re- reacting to it. What I want you to first go to or I take my clients first to go to is we don't go from panic to happiness. We always have to pass through neutral. We have to go we recognize we're in panic right now. We're going to use some tools to get to neutral. I'm about to share them with you. And then we see what's beyond neutral is happiness. But you can't go from panic to happiness in one thought. You need to step through neutral. So neutrality—it would sound something like this. I'm going to see this thought. I don't have enough time. As a passing cloud in the sky. You know, when you watch CNN or HSN or whatever you're watching the news, there's a little ticker tape at the bottom. It's always running. It always has news. One of the thoughts you could imagine your brain. Your your brain is this news channel. And that ticker tape comes up with every once in a while, you don't have enough time. And the next thought is, and I'm not valuable enough. Next thought, I'm not worthy. And the next thought is there's thunderstorms in D- Dallas. Next thought is there's going to be a heat wave in California, right? It's just another one of those thoughts that passes by. You don't have to react to it. The only time you cause your distress is when you see it and you clam onto it and you react to it and you believe it and you resist it and you argue with it. And then that's when you're going to go down the rabbit hole we want to just get to neutral first. Neutral is your brain has over 60,000 thoughts a day. You already know not to believe all them. Can you imagine if you believed all 60,000 thoughts and every single one of them sent you into this train spiral, this shame spiral, right? It would be like you could not function in the world. So I want to say good news. Your brain already knows how to make most of your thoughts neutral. It's really good at seeing all of them. is like not the truth. Like we're just not going to even entertain this. Your brain already has a skill. So with coaching, what we're doing is practicing the skill more often. Just be aware of the one, the thoughts that you're going to choose to react to, or resist. That's where your pain will be. And that pain is totally optional. You can also offer neutrality to your brain by saying, listen, brain, lover, love, lovely, we do not have to believe all 60,000 thoughts. Also, kind of understanding that our brain is supposed to like, it's an idea generator, right? Its job is to generate ideas constantly. And our job through coaching is to kind of interrupt and be like, okay, these are the ones we want to believe. These are ones we're letting go. These are ones we're we're going to work on. These are the ones we're going to let cause us a lot of pain. These are the ones we're going to let us create plans for. We just get to choose. We sort them out as to who gets our priority, who gets our attention. With coaching, you just learn what are you going to believe on purpose and what are you going to let go of on purpose? My advice for you is the thought you're looking at is creating a lot of blame and shame. No matter how how true it feels, it's not the truth. The truth will not cause you blame and shame. What causes blame and shame is something that we're believing That's just not true. We can also choose not to believe it. All right. So one is neutrality. One approach is offer your brain neutrality about the thought. Just see it as a cloud in the sky. Don't even give it any attention. Just be like, oh, that's interesting. There it goes again without reacting to it. Step two, and when in doubt, this is so good. When in doubt, drop into compassion and understanding. It'll sound like this. Of course, my brain wants more time. All humans do. It makes so much sense to me. When we can understand ourselves, we better be able to connect with ourselves and we'll problem solve from there. It's a really powerful feeling. Third approach is be curious. Curious is one of my favorite feelings because it always leads to solutions and it feels so fun along the way. So, curious would be like, okay, my brain has this thought, I don't have enough time. Let me be curious. How could I make more time here? What could I do to make my life so much easier? What tasks do I want to let go of? What, what tasks do I want to bring on? Who do I want to ask for help? How do I want to get this done? Do I even want to get it done? Like being so curious will have you pr- accessing the most brilliant part of your brain in a really powerful way. Fourth approach, so important. Is reassurance reassure your brain? When your brain is offering, "I don't have enough time," many times it's think of it like a brain sending out distressing signals. I like to think of it as like my brain pleading with me, like, "Please help me! I'm in distress over this." Like similar to a little puppy, have you had a little puppy and they kind of whimper all the time at first because they're just kind of always scared? That's sort of like what our, our primitive brain is doing. It's like, "Like I'm scared! I'm scared! I don't have enough time." And our job is to get in there and pick up the puppy and hug the puppy and pet the puppy and calm the puppy and reassure it, right? Everything's going to be okay. And so that's what you want to start thinking of your primitive brain as when it sends up this thought, I don't have enough time. It's your chance to double down and taking care of you and reassuring your brain. So it'll sound something like this. Of course, you're worried. You want to get it all done. Totally get it. And I want to let you know, I am here. I'm on it. I am all over it. I promise you this all gets done don't worry. I've got you. Or might send something like this. Listen, I know you want to get it all done. We're going to get it all done. It's not going to happen all at once. And that's actually a good thing. We don't want to get this all done at once because then it'll be panic and urgency. It'll feel terrible. And I'm here to take care of you. I want, we're going to get this done. And I'm going to take care of you every step of the way. We need to take time to rest. We need time to talk with people about ideas. We want to give ourselves time to come up with the most brilliant solutions, the best plan. And we are going to take care of ourselves every step of the way. That reassuring voice you can bring in can help calm your brain down so that you can start problem solving. What do you want to do next? So you start feeling better. All right. Your next approach to how to manage this thought, I don't have enough time. Our next approach is to be open to detaching from the timeline. Our brains really can get exercised about a timeline. Like it'll has to get in right now, it's an emergency. Ah, that's what my brain will sound like, right? <laughs> and what if you just remove the timeline? So it sounds like, well, we're gonna get this all done. Love to get it done by December 31st, by the end of this year, but if it doesn't, I'm just going to keep going and it's for sure getting done. The date I'm not 100% sure on, but then it 100% gets done, I, that I can promise you. How does that feel? Super certain and powerful and reassuring. So if you find yourself in distress about timelines, consider removing the timeline where you can't. I also want to, like as this is going towards, I'm going to build now towards scheduling hacks, is keep in mind that the normal human brain, it thinks we can get so much more done in a very unrealistic time time thing time span. And I come to think of it as like my brain is just really confident about my abilities. It thinks when I'm driving, I'll never hit red lights. will never be pedestrians crossing that I need to stop for. Will never be an accident that I need to like pull over so the ambulances can go by. My brain just thinks everything will be perfect always, which I kind of find so endearing, right? My brain like has so much confidence in me (laughs) and it doesn't plan in for, well, I'm going to need some downtime. I'm going to need to have lunch. At some time, like it doesn't factor in. I need to shower and do my hair. Like it doesn't factor in for real life, and so that's where we just want to pay attention to. Our brain will always think it will take so much less time to get things done. I for like I'll give you a couple examples. I've also been trying to get four before podcasts ahead. I have got a lot of trips coming up. i am gonna be traveling to um, give talks and on coaching. And I want to make sure you all still have a podcast every week. So I've been trying to get four podcasts ahead. And what did you know it? I thought this would take me like a weekend. And it's been several weeks now. I would love to give my podcast out on Thursday. That's where all the algorithms say you should get your podcast out Tuesday through Thursday. And I never can. I During the week, I'm, I'm coaching so much. And the time it takes for me to put a podcast together, especially for Happy in Medicine now, where there's a whole like process to it, it takes much longer than it used to. It Used to take me 20 minutes to have a thought and I'd go record it. And now that I want to do the podcast in a more up leveled way, I want you to have more results. It's taking me longer, and I do not have four podcasts in the bank in the kitty. I am like scrambling to get the podcast ready for you Saturday morning. When I was my first opportunity, I don't coach on the weekend. So Saturday morning is the first time I have to put it together. Our brains always think it will take us so much less time to get things done. It will be the same for you. Like look around your to-do list. You might think, oh yeah, I could get this done in a day. In reality, it might take a month for a normal human to get a to-do list done. You might think submitting your promotion package will take a weekend. May I take closer to six months? You might think your book chapter will take you four months to write. It might take closer to a year. Nothing has gone wrong. Just we want to start with so much awareness that our brain has super fantastical ideas about deadlines. (laughs) And we can help ourselves so much by kind of recognizing the one option we have is we can detach from the timeline and be like, we're getting it all done. It's just not going to be in this timeline. And that'll help reduce the stress, panic, urgency, and exhaustion. And what I recommend my clients do that is so fun. So here's another actionable strategic action for your strategy. is give double the time you think it will take to get it done. Build in luxurious amounts of downtime so so that you can sort of account for life happening. So when I'm doing a cycle of enrollment to my program, I usually build in I schedule everything out. Emails are going out here. Webinars here. Enrollment will be here. Closing of the enrollment here. I schedule all of it out, and I add in two weeks. I think my brain always is like, "This will take a day," <laughs> right? Never does. I'll schedule in two weeks of buffer time, which, if I'm able, if I'm on time, that two weeks is me thinking and strategizing and resting. More often than not, though, I'm working up into the very last minute because my brain always thinks I will take much less time than I actually do. So double the time you think it will take to get it done, including your rest time. Something I do with my clients as soon as they join as we look at their schedule is we schedule ourselves first. We schedule like here's where we're going to put our, our most high priority activities our self care. So here's where we're going to put our coaching on our calendar. Here's where we put the gym on the calendar. Here's where we put church on the calendar. Whatever it is you're doing for yourself, how can you schedule it first and double the time you think you need? So if you're going to be planning on incorporating one hour of coaching a week, like maybe also add an additional hour. So right before your coaching, you have time to collect your thoughts and meditate and rest and get get your camera set up and have luxurious time. We just start planning these little bits of luxurious time in really small increments, your brain is going to be obsessed with them. It's going to want to do it more. This is how you create more time. Double the time you think it will take a task to get any task to get done. Double your rest time as well. All right. I want to switch gears now into another approach, especially for those of you who are new to the podcast or new to coaching, and you're like, oh my gosh, I love all this, but I'm having a hard time anchoring into a thought I can believe right now. The idea of having luxurious time sounds amazing and also completely impossible. So for those of you who are there, I'll say that the people in my pro coaching program, they will tell you luxurious time is absolutely possible right now in this moment. Enroll in my program, book your coaching call. I will demonstrate this for you. But for those of you who are, who are just listening to this podcast, you're new to all of this, you want to always be practicing thoughts that feel true to you. So if luxurious time does not feel true, don't even worry about practicing it. Plant the seed. Know it's there. For sure could happen as soon as today. And also there's no rush to get there. We, I encourage my clients to not practice thoughts you don't believe at all. Because I think that gap between... This thought you want to believe and where you are can sometimes be backfilled with shame and blame for ourselves. I'm not doing it right. Can't even do this. So we don't. We always want to meet ourselves where we are and find thoughts and feelings that feel true to where we are and never make ourselves wrong. So I'm going to offer you now two thoughts that I offer my newer clients on where to start with. They have this thought, I don't have enough time and they want to start having a different relationship with it. Here's your first powerful thought. All right, I don't have all the all the time I want in the entire world right now, but I have time for my emergencies. Find truth in that. It'll might sound like something like this. I don't have all the time I want in the world, but you know what? I always get my rush biopsies done. I don't have all the time I want in the world. And when the school calls and says my young one just broke his finger, I have that on lock. I always make sure. That gets handled. My kid is not hanging around school with a broken finger for hours. He is taken care of. When the patient walks through my emergency room, and and I determine he has signs of an acute stroke. We get that on lock. We take care of that right away. Every single emergency gets deal with. Gets dealt with every single time. Show your brain. Start building the evidence for how that's true. How all the emergencies get dealt with. If you're a pathologist, you could say, hey, listen, I have a frozen section. All of them got signed out. There is no frozen section that's open for 20 years, pending more like I'll come back to in 20 years. No, we get all our emergencies done all the time. Start in that place because that place feels really empowering. What you're working on is look at the thought you just created and believed. I have enough time for emergencies. The base thought, the root thought there is I have enough time. That's the thought we start with in my coaching program and we just keep building onto that. It's enough to start with all the life from death emergencies get taken care of. Sometimes that's where you are totally fine. And then we build it from there. All emergencies get done. And we kind of grow up from there. Another place you can take it is all emergencies get done. And I on what order things get done in. I'll do my rush biopsies first. I'll see the vi the acute stroke patients first. I'll deal with my kid and the broken finger first. And I'm always deciding how I'm using my time, how I'm directing my resources, what I'm doing, when I'm doing it. I decide. That's actually the truth of the matter. And it feels so empowering. It will help you get through your day more quickly. You'll have higher quality thoughts. You'll have better results. It will. You'll get home feeling less exhausted, more present. It all starts with this higher quality thinking of, but I do have enough time. And here's how in my emergencies, I do have enough time. I'm always deciding how I'm going to use my time. Starts with this thought. I have enough because really deciding your relationship with time will be your thoughts about time. And when you're thinking, I decide when I have enough, I can decide this is enough. You will feel much more empowered over this thought you will calm your brain down. It really is a decision to make. And the more you're in the habit of deciding what's enough, this is enough, reassuring yourself, the better and more powerful you will feel in your life to take care of yourself, to protect yourself, to get home faster, to be more present. All right. Second powerful thought for people who are new to the podcast, new to this work. Are you ready for your second thought? right? If you're new to this work and your your brain is very adamant, we don't have enough time. It just feels like it's been tattooed to your brain. Then keep that thought and add something to it. All right Right now, I don't have enough time. And I'm going to be curious how to make more. It will just open the door. That open the door to curiosity will just feel like relief. And you'll come up with some really brilliant questions like, hey, listen, what tasks do I want to give up? If I don't have enough time, what can I give up? what am I ready to let go of? What can I hire out? What do I want to keep? How can I make it easier to keep it? Who can I ask? Who can I hire? Who can I make requests of? Could make this easier. Listen to those questions. Those are really high level questions that will lead you to problem solving that will create more time. Plus curiosity feels like an amazing, it is an amazing feeling. It's so much fun. Okay. Now I want to give you some scheduling. We're still working on strategic scheduling tactics. I want to give you one that's just been so helpful for me. One is, or this one is to lump your chores. I put chores in quotes. If you're watching the video version of this, your chores, just so you have someone, you can put anything you want in there. Maybe the chore is getting your car washed or the chore is going to the grocery store, whatever your chore is attach it to a task you love to do. It will make your tour more fun. So for me, I hate going to grocery stores, especially the big ones. Don't even get me started on the warehouse grocery stores. I hate the smell of cardboard. I hate like all those big things, the big containers and stacks and stacks up to the wall. Like I have told my husband, I the only time you'll see me in one of those warehouses is if I die, you bring in my ashes because I am not going into those. I hate those stores. If you work there or you love them, just don't take this personally, but I hate going to them. What do I love? I love swimming. Now I'm going to do a whole podcast on this at some time, but I found this gym that has an outdoor swimming pool in Colorado all year round. It's so much fun. And they have a very, like they have it um, unlike our neighborhood pool, where they bla- bla- the teenagers are running it and they're blaring music, and it's it's like a party, but it's like a rave party. It's a little intense. This pool is meant for the older, the more the more mature of us who don't want to hear loud music all the time. They don't have music. They have beautiful chairs and umbrellas. It's just really like this oasis. It's this whole thing. I go swim, sit by the pool, read a book, hot tub. It's a whole like three hour adventure. I, it's a whole different world. So I love that. I hate grocery shopping. So what I do is I attach my chore of grocery shopping to the swimming on my way to the swimming pool. Less than a mile away is the cutest vegetable store in the world. It's called Pete's fruits and veggies, fruits and vegetables. I think if you're in Denver, you have to stop by. It's so cute. It's the cutest couple in the world runs it. Their grocery store is not much bigger than my kitchen and living room together. I think that's probably how big it is. It's pretty small but everything it has is is exactly what i need and it's manageable i can get i've timed myself i can get in and out of there with a week's worth of our groceries in less than 10 minutes there's never a line everything i need is there it's all beautiful so what i do is i make my chores a little more enjoyable by attaching to something i love and i love supporting local businesses and family run businesses And the quality is so dang good. And at 10 minutes, eight minutes, I really don't don't at all notice if right afterwards I'm at at the pool for three hours and having so much fun. So how I got there, there is being curious about like, how can I make this more fun for myself by attaching to things I love? And that's what your work will be too as you're strategically looking at your life is like, what are the things that I want to do? How can I make them easier for myself? Now, of course I could hire a, there's food services that will pick out food and deliver to your door. I find they do a terrible job picking fruit out. So I, I choose to pick up the fruit because I really like to have high quality fruit for my family. Doesn't mean I like doing it, but I've kind of worked with my brain to find ways to make it so much easier by attaching it to things I love and to going places where I love, where I can support this cutest family ever. So I want to end with this. Are you ready? Here's the biggest point of this whole podcast. I'm going to say it, and part of your brain might resist and shut down. It's okay. I would just say, listen to this come back to it, think of a nibble on it. In my program, I'll help you get to this place. But what I'm telling you might be hard to hear. And also it's the best news ever. If you can just listen through it. Okay. Here's what time is not the problem. It cannot be the solution. As long as time is a problem, you're going to think the only solution is to have more of it. But I promise you, as soon as you have more of it, your brain will be like, this is enough. I need more. And there's just not enough time in the world for the brain to be satisfied. Nothing wrong with your brain, of course. But here's why I've seen this so many, I've seen this over and over and over again. Or clients start and they're like, ooh, my job is so makes my life so crazy. I just need more time. As soon as I retire from this job, I'm gonna have more time. And then they retire and they're like, wait a minute, I still don't have enough time. How did that happen? Or it'll sound like this: a parent will be like, you know what? As soon as these kids get older soon as they'll grow up and get out, go to college and have my house back, I'll have more time. Their kids go to college and they're like, wait a minute, I thought I would have more time. I don't actually. Now my kid wants me to fly across the country, help them move in, help them get settled, arrange their flights to and fro. Now my kid is married. Now now they have kids. Now they, they want me to come watch the kids. Listen, your brain is lying to you and it says you'll have more time later. You won't. Another example is residents. They'll say, you know, when I'm in attending, I'm going to have so much more time. Attendings will say, as soon as I'm promoted, I'm going to have more time. It's just never true. It's a promise our brain gives us. It's like a band aid for right now, we'll have more time later. But really, you never quite get there. It's something that in that relationship, you don't control time, time controls you. If you don't run your schedule, your schedule runs you. You feel really overwhelmed right now, and the promise is you'll eventually get to this place where you won't, but if your relationship is you don't own your time, you'll never get there. The solution is so much easier. Your solution is to realize that your relationship is with time is what needs to change, not time itself. And when you get to that place, you're able to step out of this loop with time. You realize time isn't the problem. Time's not the solution best news ever, because that means I don't have to wait years for my kids to grow up or get promoted, get this book chapter in. I can feel better right now by being willing to own my time, have a different relationship with my schedule. Time is not the problem. It can't be a solution. This is a good thing. If having more time was a solution, you would just never have enough. You would be stuck in the waiting place. Solution is to have a different relationship with time. And how you do that is through this podcast we work through. You have lots of mindset and actionable steps. And I want to emphasize this one. You get to decide what's enough. You can decide right now. This is enough. Find the truth in it. I start with my clients in this place. We'll say, "Listen, let's decide how this is enough in this moment. Let's find the truth in it. We have all the emergencies taken care of. Kids are going to school and eating. We have electricity and a home. Everyone's healthy. We start here. We've decided we have enough. This is a first step in." Being in control of our time as opposed to being time in control of us. We have to take that first step of deciding this is enough and finding truth in it. Now in my program, you're going to learn this is where this is where we start. This is for sure isn't where we end, but this is where we start on finding the truth, how this is enough in this moment. Because when you feel abundant and in control and empowered, that's how you create more time. I want to end by planting some seeds. It really is possible for you to have luxurious amounts of time. Even if you have a toddler and a busy job, you don't have to believe it. Don't attach to this thought. If you're resisting it, you don't have to shut it down. I just want to plant the seed, it's possible for you. Even if you only start in 20 second increments. Like I'm going to give my newer clients who have got the toddlers and they're running the program and all the things. So let's just start for the next 30 seconds. I'm going to coach you on having luxurious time just so you can bathe your brain in this experience. And then our coaching lifetime relationship, we're going to grow from there. These are the results you can expect with coaching. It's very common for clients to come into coaching feeling like the world is on fire. Schedule is running them, always overrunning their schedule. They're always thinking, thinking, thinking. If anything pops up, a red light, a kid gets sick, everything winds up imploding. Not sleeping well, marriage strain, relationship with the boss kind of strain, gaining weight, feeling so frazzled. So if you're in that spot, nothing has gone wrong. Go listen to all these episodes. You'll find so many nuggets. Through doing this coaching work, you know where my clients always end up? They always tell me, just a matter of time, I have so much free time now once they unburden themselves from all the blame and shame of this thought. They put these approaches in place. They have their weekly coaching sessions. Their problem is like, I have so much free time. What do I do with it? This feels so new. Can you imagine your normal being having a luxurious time? What a great problem to have. This is what we're doing in my lifetime group coaching program. So if you are ready, you want to create more time, lots of it. You're going to want to enroll right now. Christina Arnold coaching, all one word. Christina CH. Christina Archibald. Christina Arch- christinaarnoldcoaching.com right now. You can also sign up for a free consultation where we can chat about your specific life, your situations, what it would look like, the results you can count on getting in my lifetime group coaching program. Enroll or sign up for your consult now at ChristinaArnoldCoaching.com. Remember, you're right where you're supposed to be doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing at the exact right rate. And so is everyone else. Before I sign off, I wanted to make a request for those of you true loyal fans listen to the very end. I want to let you know that I'm raffling off a free private coaching session. I don't even sell them anymore. when I did they were a thousand dollars a session. these are geared to be transformative. It's me and you working on your schedule, your life, your relationship with your boss or your partner and helping you create more ease and freedom in your life. If you want to enter this raffle, you can. Anyone can. Here's what I am requesting of you. Three things. I'm trying to help grow our new podcast, Happy Medicine. So send me an email that with a screenshot that you have subscribed to the website. One. Two, that you left a five-star review with a comment. Three, that you shared to let me know you shared the podcast with three friends. We are entering those people into a raffle. And you, The winner will be contacted for a free one-on-one private coaching session. Have a beautiful week, everyone.